It's 14 past two. Time for Collector's Corner now. Hasn't this been fun? We've had collectors of vintage tools, vintage bottles, antique sewing machines, clothing. And today we're joined by Stanley Fraser, whose collection is presumably easier to house than our previous collections because Stanley collects postcards. Hi, Stanley. Kia ora, Jesse. How's it going? Pretty good, thanks. And I will be frank, I did not expect the voice of a young man on the end of the line. Yeah, I'm a little bit out, out of the one out of the box, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but uh, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Twenty nine. The twenty nine year old postcard collector, and and also I guess again a bit of prejudice on my part. I, I kind of thought the name Stanley maybe um, was more likely to be a man in his sixties or seventies. Yeah, no, I, I, that's a. I'll blame that on my parents because they recycled a lot of family names. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, yeah. So, so some uh, might say that having been named Stanley, uh, you were destined to be a postcard collector in your 20s. Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. I think it would just mean that I'm an old soul. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's say 29, um, engaged, getting um, married to my lovely fiance. Oh. In January, and uh, based in Ohakuni, um, day, day job is working as a chartered accountant for Aotearoa Wanganui Corporation, the local Māori farming incorporation here. Um, and my background is um, from a sheep and beef um, farm. Grew up on that locally, and I've always been interested in history and um, helping out with the community. And I'm also a JP and yeah, yeah, you do all things. sorts. You're a member of New Zealand Young Farmers, the Manawatu Vintage Machinery Club. What, what is it about you that sort of um, compels you to a life of, of service? It's an interesting question. I think it's just something that I've always felt that um, I'm always one that wants to help others. And, and, um, and I get a lot of benefit from being part of these community organisations um, by being able to you know help those and needs, particularly with the JP work, you know, that's um, it's described as not a feather in your cap, but a broom in your hand, you know. But yeah, no, it's just one of those things that, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, someone needs to do it, and we need, um, and it's one way that I can give back to the community that I live in. On being a JP, is that, uh, are they genuinely sort of rewarding and engaging interactions, or is it, does it feel more administrative than that? Uh, it could, yeah, it's dependent on the situation and, you know, one day could be completely different from the other. You know, you've got um, family um, court issues where, you know, where, of course, there's a lot of emotion when, when you come and see mm. those people or when they're coming to you um, through to people who are, you know, purchasing their first home um, and, uh, you know, a lot of joy and excitement um, from what that opportunity is going to bring. So, you know, you see everyone and everyone um, from all walks of life. So, yeah, I'm just quite lucky that I've got a supportive work and family um, to help me do the things that yeah. I do. So, yeah. Well, we better get to this postcard collection. And how, how did that begin? Oh, right. So, as you probably touched on a little bit um I'm interested in other things, but postcards is something that I've been particularly captured, uh, been kept captured by 
since probably about the age of 11, um, an elderly friend um, came to my dad's place um, with some postcards that he had from his family album. And they were of local sawmills and some of the um, postcards taken from our area um, from about 1910. And two of the sawmills were actually located on our family farm. Mm. So it it started with that kind of interest of, oh, that's really cool. Um, and then I found out that, oh, actually, I can I can buy these on Trade Me for a couple of dollars. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of all went downhill or uphill um, <laughs> from there. What are the parameters to your collection? What sort of postcards are you interested in? Okay, so mine is very geographical. So, um, and unfortunately, with the as time has gone on, it kind of uh, spread out a little bit more. But mainly um, Central North Island, Mount Ruapehu, uh, and then it goes up the main track line to Tamaranui and down to Taihapi, Mangaweka, Huntable a little bit, and then also comes down the Wanganui River because um, there's a lot of um, a lot of postcards from that touristing time, particularly from about um, from about 1902 onwards for that area, and then little pockets from the Manawatu because I've um, you know a member of Mark Young Farmers and and spent quite quite a long t- long time around that. Yeah. Area. So they're, they're postcards. Like historical postcards with some sort of connection to the geographical areas that you have a connection to. Correct, yeah. Yeah, and that makes it quite a personal collection. You're not collecting them to impress others. Yeah, I guess so. It's also a sense of actually bringing history back home um, because a lot of these postcards, particularly the old ones, would have been available for sale here. They've, you know, they've got the postmarks from um, the local post offices and and sometimes you've got the messages saying how terrible the weather um, the uh, weather was and of course oh I haven't sorry I haven't replied to your letter here is me opting out by sending you a postcard because yeah. you got to remember these are the text messages of 1908 um, <laughs> so it, you know we're, we've also got to think about that <laughs> communication side of things that it's not just oh yeah the the pretty little picture on the front it's also a way of keeping in touch. Yeah, and I must admit, when I was thinking about your collection, I was only visualising the photos on the front. But, of course, the other side would have even more valuable information and insight into the time. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and uh, like a, a, a picture paint, uh, paints a thousand words, uh, and, of course, you've also got the words on the back to go with the picture and uh, in, in want of a better word. Yeah, uh, how long have postcards been around? So, if we look back, way, way back, I think in about the 1870s, they started cropping up in Germany. Um, New Zealand started getting them in the, about the late 1800s. I know that a lot of people in the Postcard Society would have been wanting me to be giving you a lot more precise dates. Um, but for New Zealand, ones that were produced around the 1890s, um, they started coming into vogue, and then from about 1902, they really started ramping up. Um, for instance, 1902, you had about a thousand, uh, a million cards going through the postal system, 
and, and then w- uh, worldwide. No, in New Zealand. Really? Yeah, and then uh, and then that's ramping up, growing year by year to about 1908. You had about eight million in circulation in that year. That is incredible. Yeah, but then it's eight million text messages. Yeah. Um, to those overseas, and you know, um, those in your same town, you know, say, and, and you also had, um, in some of the more urban centres, you had uh, delivery twice a day. So you could actually send a message saying, "Oh, hi, I want to come for for dinner t- tomorrow evening. Will that suit you?" And then you could actually send a response. Um, Is that right? Yeah. Who's carrying them around? Well, the the postie. <laughs> On foot. <laughs> yep, hundred percent. Probably a little bit harder up here when, um, you know, the particularly around nineteen oh seven before the main track line was completed in nineteen oh eight, you know, you still got stage coaches going around and dropping off mail quite regularly. A few and, people living up the river, no doubt. Oh, hundred percent. You've got steamers going up there. So, um, you know, the uh, Hattrick's river boats were um had the mail contract taking Gosh. everything through and, and sometimes they get up to Papariki and then in mail bags up to Raitahi, depending on which way the was the quickest on horseback. You must be very grateful for the people who kept those postcards from 100 years ago. Oh, 100%. I, I think anyone who is in that collecting realm is really appreciative of um, the fact that they're still around um, because it's a glimpse back into New Zealand's past that um, over time generally gets lost um, I, I guess there's always the um, the common, um, and I've heard it a few times, that everyone um, takes the chip china to the second-hand shop and they put the postcards and all of the actual things, that other things that people are interested in, in the skip bin. So, hmm. you know, uh, Do you think I should be yeah. saving my text messages for future generations? I, I don't know if um, someone will physically be able to do anything with them? Mm. I don't know. Um, maybe your photos. Definitely somehow back up your photos uh, because, um, <laughs> let's be honest, uh, we're terrible at that. <laughs> um, and, and also for, for postcards, they're also, they were also the way of um, capturing photos of yourself because you would go to a professional photographer or if you were um, – uh, a tech-savvy person with the latest iPhone, I mean camera, um, you could actually go and um, you'd be taking your own candid shots on glass plate negatives, getting them produced, and then writing off to your mate saying, oh, here is a um, a postcard that I've taken at the local waterfall. Um, uh, lovely to see you in your white dress, all of that, those sorts of things. So you could show off a little bit too. Yeah, and was there a way of sa- saving money with postcards as well, with postage? Yes. Um, so, for whatever reason, um, there was on the back of a postcard. You know, you've got postcard on the back, and um, there was a weird thing within the post office system that you could have the rate because it was a, a, a penny postage stamp. So, for if we convert that to today's dollars, say a cent. Hmm. Um, you can, uh, if you crossed out postcard and put printed matter, and had a very small description like "Hi, I'm still alive," 
um, on the on the front, you can actually get away with paying um, a halfpenny or half a penny or half a cent to ship a postcard across the world. Um, so that kind of also meant that you had all of these exchanges of postcards as a you know as a collection, um, but it also meant that you could keep in touch for um, you know a very affordable rate. Yeah, I feel like I could do forty minutes with you. We've already talked twelve. Um, oh hell. <laughs> which is, you know, it's about about the max I allow for our uh, collector's corner. We've got other things to do, you know, but um, tell me about a couple of favourites. Okay, cool. So um, there's one I've got of Ohakuni Main Street um, by a guy, JC Lilly. He was um, just a photographer in town who took photos. Um, and it's of the White House um, uh, drapery shop. Um, I... At high school, I had this. I, I would have picked it up during that time. Um, I actually researched um, the owner of the store's uh, son who went through Gallipoli and survived and died in the build-up to Passchendaele, who was also mentioned on the local church. Um, so that's a really cool one. And what's freaky about it is that shop, that whole CBD burnt down in uh, 1917 in November. Mm. And... Um, a month earlier, his son was killed in Passchendaele and is buried in the White House Cemetery in Belgium, which has the same name as his father's shop. Oh. It's just a weird coincidence. Yeah. And I'm, I've been adopted by that family because of we had a whole family reunion because he was the first mayor and when the borough celebrated 100 years. So it's interesting where it takes you. It's almost a... a, a an irrelevant question given the individual quality of these postcards, but how many do you have in your collection? Um, I think there's a couple of thousand. Gosh. Like a lot of collectors, you kind of lose count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people assume people assume that collectors um, know exactly how many, but that's rarely been the case in my experience. And um, can there possibly be many more out there? Oh, 100%. There are ones popping up every day. You know, it's... Um, if you look at some of the photographers, travelling photographers that went around the country, um, they've got series up to the 7,000 mark, and there's a, there is a collector in New Zealand who's trying to get as many of them as as he can within the, the 7,000, and there's still ones he cannot find. Um, yeah, so it's all there's all shapes and forms um, to it, and you know even even with the modern ones, I guess. You know, as we move forward, um, the more retro style of, um, you know, people and swimming in the Crater Lake and Mount Luripehu in the 1960s, those ones are, are quite cool because it also gives a different snapshot time mm. in, in that period as well. Luckily for you, there's presumably not too many people bidding high on sawmill-based uh, early 20th century postcards from the Whanganui area. Yes. Um, however, of course, a lot of the my collecting counterpart, counterparts are uh, retirees, so they've probably got um, <laughs> probably mortgage-free, and unlike myself. So, yeah, it, it, it swings in roundabouts, and, and you just never know where they're going to come from. And, and I've had collections just um, given to me on the oh, provider side. They, they wanted a, a good home. But there's about a, um, talking about the society, there's about 170 um, members of the New Zealand Postcard Society. And I've just c- jumped off the uh, committee just 
things just to free up a little bit more time. But yeah, so it's a, a really good, a good way of getting yeah. to understand a little bit more. Thanks so much for telling us about your collection, Stanley. No worries, any time. Stanley Fraser collects postcards. We've been chatting about his collection today. Oh, last question. Um, any chance you'll put them on display or have an opportunity for other people to enjoy them? Oh, I've I've actually been doing it um, throughout. So um, when we had our Boris Centennial, I, you know, some of the promotional material that we were using them there at uni, um, we were had a display at the Massey Library and all sorts of things. Okay. I, uh, they're, they're perfect because um, of the, uh, you know, and there's many a book from like Patoni or World War One postcards. So eventually there will be a book in the pipeline that's, just a matter of not if but when good luck for the wedding thanks very much nice to talk to you today right take care